Hello and welcome to the Switchboo Podcast Hijack episode, part three or part four now? I don't know. I don't know. It... Uh, we're looking at episode 30 overall, yeah. though. Yeah, it, uh, has, it has been a while since our last one. Yeah, so as you can probably tell, it is just me and Jake myself today. I'm your host and my co-host, Jake. Hi, I'm actually here this time. Yes, <laughs> uh, you obviously had stuff going on, but we'll leave that for another time, maybe. Mm. Um, apart from that, what have you been playing in the last month? Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, it has been a while. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, well, too late for that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we can just slide it in. It could slide it in, but this is more like a discussion I wanted to have with Alex. Uh, uh anyway. Save uh, the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I remember. Anyway, Tune uh, in. so what I've been playing, I've been playing the one game that everyone and the dog and the dog's lice have been playing and that's Elden Ring uh holy crap that is a forever game it is a yeah, game you, you've that... told me a bit about this because I haven't played it myself <laughs> yeah. like I'm 30 hours in and I just looked at like how big the full map gets I'm not even like a third I, I haven't even seen like a third of the entire map yeah, that's a that's a long, long game, game. The game is huge. Oh, jeez, but like, like it's been a while since like I've played a uh, Souls like game. Like, uh, I've touched Bloodborne and Dark Souls three, but like I never really like played them. You never really got into them? Yeah, never really got into them. The last one I actually, like, got into and completed was two. So, like, it's been a while, but, like, yeah, Elden Ring, like, that might be my game of the year. It is so good. It is... That's impressive for you. It is, it is, yeah. Like, because, yeah, it, it does take a lot to impress me, but, like just th this game is just so wow just like all money all polish just you know what this feels like what's that elden ring feels like i just bought like a game of the year edition of a game like full patches no bugs like five dlcs has been put in there it's like it's fixed it's done there's just so much content, so much to do. That's a good sign for that game. Yeah, because, like, you don't get games like this anymore. No, you don't. You get it all in post-launch. Yeah, yeah. God, it's... Like, just the, the biggest thing that, like, Elden Ring has for it is, like, its open-world setting. Because, like, the Souls... uh Yeah, Souls-style gameplay, like, at its finest it's like i go this way i hit a wall okay i'll come back and go a different direction and see where that leads me now that's like infinite with an open world setting just oh, go fine. literally anywhere but like i like my personal favorite thing though with this game is uh like with other souls like games like, really, the only good weapons are, like, weapons that you get from bosses and all yep. that. But with some of the changes that they've made with this, every weapon is good. 
you can that's that's good yeah like you could finish the game with like just the base sword that you start off with because uh because of this uh new thing that they've introduced called the ashes of war system yeah basically every weapon has like some kind of special ability whether it be like something basic like a kick or a parry or something and uh yeah and you can uh you can get uh yeah you can get these things called ashes of war which is special abilities that you can swap out on uh other weapons and stuff so you can swap ah. out like the basic parry or like the kick on the basic sword for some of the dumbest most overpowered things ever so it's kind of like the abilities are like runes, then you can remove them and place them on new weapons, like yeah. old weapons, so you can keep a style that you yeah, want. Yeah, pretty much. Like, boss weapons and legendary weapons have their own, which I don't of course. know if you can replace for other things. I would assume not. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so, because like... It's tied to that. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I, I have, uh, <laughs> annoyingly, this weapon got nerfed in the recent patch, but, uh, I'm currently running uh, a legendary sword I just randomly found before, like, I actually, you know, scoured the internet for, like, oh, what weapon lies where? It's the, uh, it's a sword called the Sword of Night and Flame. So Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it is a dual intelligence and faith sword. It's, uh, its whole thing is, like, if you hold down the special button and do a basic stab, you shoot a giant, uh, sorcery laser out of it. Neat. Yeah, and if you do that but use the uh, heavy attack instead, you create a wall of flame. It's like, wow, that's pretty cool. That is pretty f cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you can do like stuff like that with like legendaries and boss weapons and all that. But like, you can like you can find some really hilarious and fun ashes of war and just stick them onto basic weapons. Like there are people that go out and do uh do full on butt stomp builds. Is that one of them is literally a butt stomp? <laughs> so Princess Peach and Smash. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like you yeah, am like I've seen so many funny like PvP videos of like people uh like leading someone uh to a place that they uh that they're waiting for like right at the top of like a tower. Then they just slam all the way down. Just kill him with a butt stomp. Yep. Yeah. That's gonna work. Oh boy, but yeah, it's like... El Elden Ring is really, really fun. It, it really is. It's just, you know, typical soul stuff, though, is like... Oh, this boss is just a load of ball. I can't deal with it. It's like... Like, bosses really do seem to get more and more... BS over time when it comes to Souls games. Yeah. Because, like, they're usually, you know, just big dudes and, like, they do big swings. I mean, that's the draw of the game, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But, like, no, I mean, like, as the games have released, they've just upped how annoying they can be. That's what I was like. They yeah. basically try to up themselves every time. Yeah, because, like, after a while, it's like, oh, yeah, we understand. It's like, oh, if there's a big dude in a suit of armor i'm just gonna circle strafe him and just hit him in the back it's like ooh, whoa but uh now like like a, a majority of the bosses in the early game of elden ring are like big guys with 
eight arms and each arm has a weapon in it and they don't stop attacking. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fun. Oh, <laughs> so, so that's yeah, fun. it's like bosses specifically to, uh, yeah, specifically to get you out of that, oh, okay, circle strafe and hit when they stop attacking kind of mindset. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, basically to get you ready for some of the later stuff. Yeah. Just, man, just, like, the first boss that you fight, like, well, it's... The first boss that you find is an optional boss. It's just hanging around, like, literally the beginning of the game. It's just a giant knight with a halberd on a, uh, on a horse. It's called a tree sentinel. He can wreck your day. Like, it took me, like, yeah, first playthrough, because I am I have a lot of different builds and different save files. Uh, yes, of course you do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my uh, first uh, playthrough I did, I used, uh, like, an intelligence build, so I used magic and all that, because I've never actually done that before. Turns out uh, that kind of build is actually busted in this game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to magic. Yeah, yeah. Um... So it's like, oh yeah, big guy, big reach. I can just snipe him with my spells. Like, turns out he has like a one frame block with his shield that like if a spell hits it, it like uh hits you back with a giant lightning bolt and just insta kills you. It's like, oh okay, cool. Just, just what a am I supposed to do? To yeah. Spells. yeah, exactly. It's like, what am I supposed to do about this? And yeah, I didn't end up beating him until like ten hours later. <laughs> Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah, but... But yeah, like like I keep saying, Elden Ring is ridiculously fun if you can, you know... If you have the patience for, you know, Souls-like games. Now, before we move on from Elden Ring, um, have you seen what South Park recently announced? No, and why are we talking about South Park on this? Because <laughs> it's related to Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Um... There is... You know Token, right? Yeah. He's got a new name. His huh. actual name is Tolkien. <laughs> okay. And, like, they make this whole thing. It's like, wait, did you seriously think his parents would call him Token? It, did you seriously think they'd name him Token Black? Yes. <laughs> They 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 made and they even look at the camera like I say like you know four full break thing to be like no that is dumb why would you think that is a thing <laughs> okay so yes he's okay. named Tolkien <laughs> well the more you know I suppose <laughs> just just a fun little thing I came across on YouTube I was like wait what. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So obviously they're playing Elden Ring. Yeah, well, Lord of the Rings is, is a different thing, whatever. Yeah, but, you know. It, it, it's more... The, the Soul series is more based around Berserk. It is very, very obvious. And especially now with, uh, you know, the death of, you know, the mangaka for Berserk. Yeah. They made it yeah. so overt to to the point where like they remodeled the uh the greatsword to be just Guts's greatsword, 
and one of the NPCs has his armor. Fair. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a fair tribute. Yeah. There are, like, grave sites just filled with great swords everywhere. Yeah, I don't blame them, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And th- this is probably their first game since his passing, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Hey, maybe we'll get a a, a berserk Souls-like. We, we had a berserk uh, Musa. That yeah, didn't, that didn't do well. Yeah, that didn't do well. Anyway, anyway, moving on. What uh, else have you played? Yeah, uh, other game that I've been playing, uh, when I finally returned from the thing that I needed to do, uh, I started streaming Final Fantasy X too. So and regrets? <laughs> okay, so for context, um, uh, I do this thing every now and then where um, I let my Twitch viewers vote for one of three games and like there's usually a theme between them and like whatever one wins I will stream uh the theme for this one was fa- uh, Final Fantasy games I don't like <laughs> I didn't vote for this one yeah yeah the the other two were Final Fantasy 13 and going to be controversial here Final Fantasy 7 that's right I voted for Final Hallway yeah yeah you did but yeah, uh, Final Fantasy X 2 won, and yeah, when I first stream, everyone's like, yeah, Final Fantasy X 2, woo! And I was like, wow, really? Yeah, you, People I, I like this? you got a couple new viewers just for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and like some uh, some of my regulars that only show up during, uh, during my uh, Crash Team Racing uh, streams actually showed up. It's like, yo, Final Fantasy X 2, oh, hype. I'm like, really? Because I remember when this game, uh, this game came out, it got a lot of flack. Yeah, it's like and like understandably, because it is such a departure to uh, the original Final Fantasy X. It is so different. It's like, yeah, the original was like, you know, uh, uh, religion versus you know technology kind of story about you know a woman going on a pilgrimage to stop, like, a, a, uh, like, a giant evil monster and, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, the sequel is, like, Charlie's Angels plus Japanese idol culture. You have, you quite enjoy, uh, 10 as well, don't you? I do, yeah. 10 is my favorite Final Fantasy. It's what got me into RPGs as a whole. Because, yeah, I, I just randomly picked it up from a bargain bin one day. It's like, oh, I've never actually played a Final Fantasy game before. Oh, I can give this a try. And I loved every second of it. Despite, like, its many, many flaws. But yeah, like, I've never actually finished Final Fantasy X 2. I have tried many, many, many times, but I, I just can't. So yeah, I'm using this stream specifically to, like, finally tick that off my, you know, to-do list. Yes. But, like, the main reason why isn't because of, like, the setting, the, uh, the change of, like, uh, you know, tone and everything. It's, it's the fact that, like, so many important things can be easily missed. That's not good. Yeah, like, uh, the last stream that I just did, I, uh, (laughs) I, I had to, like, the whole time I'm doing this is I'm also, like, going through and reading a walkthrough 
so I don't miss super important stuff. And even then, I missed out on a chance to get uh, the alchemist job. Just yeah, that's not brilliant. Good. Yeah, it's just really annoying. Like, I I can get it in the next, like, in chapter three, but, like, I missed out on getting it as soon as I can, which is, yeah. But, like, yeah. I, I I had to I had to read it so I did uh, so I could do a puzzle a specific way so I don't uh, miss out on the Dark Knight job as well because yeah wow is that do you, yeah, do you, you miss out on it permanently if you do it wrong or permanently that's not good yeah at all <laughs> yeah like some you can get later on but like. Yeah, that one specifically, and I think a few others, you can miss permanently. Like, the only way to get them back is to start New Game Plus and try again. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. And that is, yeah, that is why, like, it has taken me so long to actually get to this. Is because I mess something up, and it drives me nuts so bad, I just stop playing it. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, but like, yeah, getting back into it is like, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Like, it's I'm not enjoying it as much as Final Fantasy X, but like, it's it has its merits. It does. Like, I I do like the idea of changing class. Yeah, changing your classes mid fight. That is that's fun. pretty good. The fact I have to sit through a small cutscene every time I do it is really annoying. I can turn that off, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah that uh that did uh influence uh game design for final fantasy 13 because you can do the same thing but like party wide and it's instant it's just like thank god instead of having to do it like individually and have to that, wait like 30 yeah, that, seconds that makes it a lot easier yeah yeah but yeah having fun with that i can't wait to you know, end up being miserable and not end up having fun because I hear the ending is, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, that's not and, good uh, at all. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's me for the past, yeah, month. God. <laughs> yeah, it, Mi- yeah, miss one episode and phew. it's been some time. It doesn't realize you don't realize you miss one episode. Oh, it's been a month since I've been. Oh, it's been a month since I've been on. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like damn. Um so before we get into my stuff, I thought I'd give a quick summary of uh what I've messaged Alex recently about uh he's still playing Rise of the Third Power. I still and, need to get on that. And he's actually uh willing to look into side quests and stuff. That is how much he's enjoying it. <laughs> Which for Alex Mis- is yeah, fairly Mr. rare. Yeah, mister, I don't have time for games longer than three hours. Yeah. Um, he's approaching the end game now. So he's got all eight party members. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be pretty good. Wait to see what he uh, says when he comes back on in two weeks and probably finish by them. I, now... I really, yeah, I really need to get on that game. But like, Elden uh, Ring and I got other games coming out next it, week. It's one where you just go, okay, I'm going to force this into the stream. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those games. I, I have to force myself. Yes. It's, it's worth it. It's 100% worth it. Mm. Um, now, as for my Nintendo fact, I uh, just 
quickly brought a couple of things up. Um, now, most people might know this. Um, back on the original Super Mario Bros. game, uh, clouds and bushes are the exact same thing, just because of you know how much how little memory those games had. Yeah, same sprite, different color. Yeah. Why do they have eyes? <laughs> so apparently, to uh, get Luigi into the game to you know save memory, they used Mario's body shape and the color palette from Cooper's. Ah, and that's why he's green. That's why he's green because Cooper's. The more you know. I just found something interesting. Uh, apparently, Duck Hunt was is a the NES version was based off a different game from 1973 called Laser Clay Shooting System. Oh, amazing name! <laughs> yeah, back in '73. Yeah, ba- back when game names were very literal. Which is a Nintendo game. Yeah. Well, so, really? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that was a thing. That's actually quite damn. But yeah, that's uh, uh that's the small little tidbits of facts that I'll chuck in this week. Um, but for what I've played, Triangle Strategy has been the majority of that time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm currently around thirty-five hours in. So actually, you know, last time we recorded this, I think I only just really started. Uh, I'm approaching the end game now. Right, right. So a correction from last podcast episode. End game for first playthrough. Yes. Correction from the last podcast episode. Uh, The thing I looked up that said uh, there's only 12 chapters was completely wrong. Of course. There's, there's 21 chapters. Oh, they were way off. I think they might have just done... It might have been a typo. Might have done it wrong way. Instead of 12, instead of 21, they did it 1, 2. Yeah. Which it makes might sense. Have been a typo, yeah. But, and then they said, oh, there's a big split in chapter 7. Which, yes, the, that's where the first major split in the game is. But, ultimately, it doesn't make it much of a difference from what I've seen. But yes, so I found out there's four endings to the game. I'm doing my first ending. And then there's three that you can do base rate, uh, base route. And then a fourth one, which unlocks if you do basically the true ending. So you have to do certain amounts of things in certain orders. Right. But I will update Triangle Strategy properly next episode because I'm definitely enjoying it. Um. One thing I will mention, if you don't worry about restarting if your characters die, because they're still alive, like, <laughs> like, like if you actually yeah. lose, you keep experience, you keep the, uh, the, the kudos points, uh, which are used right. to you know, buy stuff. So you keep all that stuff. You just don't keep the spoils. So, yeah. It's, it's not like, you know, uh, fire emblem or, uh, yes. Yeah, like you actually get Final Fantasy um, stuff. Yeah, you actually get to keep your progress. So if you hit a wall, just grind out a little bit on that, or even like try different people, try different ways that are on the board. 
it's actually quite interesting. It actually lets you master kind of things a bit more. Mm. But there is a lot to the game. And I'm looking forward to the next playthrough when I have time. But other than Triangle Strategy, I played a little bit of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Ah, for the new tracks, yeah? Yes. Uh, I've only played four of them so far, not the other four, which is the second pack. I played the um, Coconut Wall one. Yeah. Because of course. Yeah. That one's got the uh, the few classic tracks in them. Yeah, good old, good old Coconut Mall. Oh boy, did I not know the Parish track at all. <laughs> yeah, right. Because that would be, uh, yeah. You that is Mario Kart Tour. I'm like, oh, this looks like where the track goes. I'm like, nope. Yeah, because those, those tracks are designed to be uh, switched around like multiple different ways. Yeah, um, on the third lap, actually, you do the track in reverse. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, so you you go through the first two times normally, and then on the third lap, it forces you to go back around and do the track in reverse. That's cool. Yeah, so like, you know, the whole, um, I think that's in Mario Kart 2, which is the second route. Yeah. Where, yeah. Uh, I think it's, what's the roundabout they have in France? With the big thing in uh, the middle? Yeah, yeah, with the arch. What is, what is that called? My brain wants to say the Arc de Triomphe. Uh, you're correct. Aha! Yeah, so instead of going straight there, you turn off to the right, and that's how you go back around. Ah, cool, cool. Yeah, it's actually quite interesting. Like, I wasn't yeah. expecting that. I was like, oh, this is neat. And Coconut Mall is a lot quicker than I remembered. Yeah, it... it like, Mario Kart Wii, when you actually go back to it, uh, like, its base speed is, like, a lot slower. Yeah. Yeah. But again, these tracks are pretty good. I'm yeah. excited to see more come out. Yeah, when you get to it, because like I know this track is in the first pack. The when ninja get... one? Yeah, tell tell me what you think about that one. Cause... Yeah, I've heard people really want to play that. Yeah, because like, that, that was the one I was talking about on the podcast like ages ago, where it's like, it's really good track, it just does not work on tour. Yeah. Because of like, your limited controls. Like, that is, like, a legitimately fun track. That's gonna... That's, it's definitely something I'm gonna have to get into mm. when I have time. Because do not have time for the next five weeks. Yeah, yeah. You are super busy. <laughs> yes, with wedding stuff coming up for my friend. Fun. But that is me for this week. Uh, before we head into the news, which isn't that heavy this week honestly we're, yeah, we're looking very, at a pretty light news week, week again yeah. uh we're gonna quickly just plug our patreon one dollar a month gets our po- get gives you access to the podcast two to three days early also goes towards supporting the website paying us as writers and keeping everything running if we reach the hundred dollars a month goal it'll make our podcast a weekly show nothing is gated behind the patreon though yeah, Which it's is just support if you want to. Yes. So, like, don't think, you know, oh, you'll get exclusive content if, and, you know, don't stress about paying for it. If you can, please feel free to. We would appreciate that. Mm. 
one little bonus you get though is you get a priority in our Patreon questions when we answer them in the podcast, which we don't have any this week. Oh, right. Yeah, we should have, you know, asked out. <laughs> yeah. We should have asked people. Kind of forgot that it's just us two doing this. Oops. Yeah. I don't have access to the socials. <laughs> and I forgot to ask Alex. But uh, moving on to the news. Uh, so, global news situation. Obviously, we still got Russia and Ukraine going on. As an effect, PlayStation and Nintendo have suspended shipments to Russia. That is... Like, understandable, but, you know, yes. also very... Just like very the whole McDonald's closing in Russia. Yeah, like, ev- like everything is closing in Russia. Like, like, I feel bad for the citizens. Yeah, because most people in Russia don't want this. Yes. Uh, it's like, yeah, I feel bad for the citizens, but, like, I understand it's the only way really businesses can make an impact, being like, no, you shouldn't be doing this. Hmm. But other than that, I don't think there's much else we can say. We we spoke about it um, last episode when Nintendo suspended eShop payments as well. So oh, functionally, yeah. you can't get anything from Nintendo anymore. So any new games for in like any so Kirby, you won't be able to get that in Russia because they're not shipping it, so that you can't get it and you can't buy it digitally unless you have access to a separate server. Which isn't that hard, you just change your country, but still. Yeah, yeah, but wow, just... This this sucks for, like, everyone on both it sides, does. This, this whole thing. This is just something that no one wanted except for, you know, rich people. Certain people. <laughs> yeah. But moving on to uh, less depressing news, like I just mentioned. Uh, yeah. Wave 1 of the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Pass has been released. Yeah. I'm still surprised that this game is getting more support. Yeah, so am I. I I've seen apparently people are complaining about Coconut Mall having a, a couple changes. Oh, it's changed. Okay. Um, Starters, obviously the Mies aren't in there. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the cars don't move. Really? They're, so they sit like they are bigger, so they take up more room, but like they don't move, from what yeah. I've noticed. And the elevators are clear. What way is up? What way is down? Oh, I've I saw that. Yes, yeah. And people like, oh, that. where's the challenge? That I'm like, I I don't have any issues with that part. Don't even bother. You just drive on like the sidey bits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You drive, uh, yeah, drive on the handrail. It's more fun that way. Yeah. But again, that, we've spoke about it quickly beforehand. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. It's going to have a lot of tracks in the end. It is going to be the biggest Mario Kart game ever. There is no way they are going to, you know, top this. I kind of hope one day, like, if they eventually upgrade it, to have access to all 96 tracks in one like tournament yeah that would it, be fun because they had it that would take forever but it would, the dlc yeah. in mario kart wii u um yeah. it they didn't increase the number so it was always only 36 you couldn't go to 48 oh right right but you could on 
deluxe, so it moved it up to forty eight. But I'm I'm hoping they increase it with each pack of DLC that comes out because oh here's the, the new max, and then they do it again, and then they do it again till it gets to ninety six. Mm. Now here's something that uh, I think you might find interesting. Oh yeah, someone has um, modded Smash Bros to have rollback netcode. This and it's running on the Switch. So this was previously done yeah, this on the is PC. Ultimate specifically. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, th- th- this is really cool. I hope Nintendo doesn't ruin this like they did the uh, rollback netcode for Melee. Or, you know, if they were smart, hire them. And, yeah. Yeah, Nintendo, hire this man. Like, <laughs> Usually that's said as a joke, but honestly, please, I want Smash to be good. But yeah, it's a it's a uh, it's a technical proof of concept. So it's it's he doesn't know if it will be perfect if he gets it done properly. But yes, mm. it it's showing that it's feasible, which it would be good for netcode to be added just in general. Yeah, yeah, because, like, I heard the reason why they didn't put in rollback netcode was specifically because of Simon's Whip. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, like, the fact that you can, like, twirl it around in whatever direction would cause, like, weird bits of lag and, like, the rollback would, you know, just not work properly. Yes. So they went with uh, delay-based. So, if... This guy can have this up and bypass that. That would be rad. Hopefully, hopefully it yeah. works. Um, something else that's uh recently come out: the uh twenty twenty one top selling video games in France. So I'll give okay. you a second to actually click on it. Yeah, talking, <clears throat> talking about France. Yes, technically my people. <laughs> yes. Uh. So, on this list, nine of them are published by Nintendo, so this is a top 20, and ten total is on the Switch. So, like, those nine published ones, and then Minecraft Nintendo Switch. Alright. So, going down the line, you've got FIFA 2022. Makes sense. Because it's always FIFA. I mean, it makes sense. It's it's a European country, soccer's massive over there. Yeah, but like everyone just likes FIFA. Yeah. Uh then oh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the next one. Followed by FIFA 2021. Hey, yeah, guess what? More FIFA. <laughs> and then Call of Duty Vanguard, GTA 5. So that's your top five. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is second. Oh, that game did sell lots like everywhere. And then we've got Mario, Super Mario 3D World, Bowser's Fury, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Pokemon Diamond, Minecraft, Nintendo Switch, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So that's your 6 to 10. Then we've got Mario Party Superstars, which is good news. Hopefully that you know, is a sign of Nintendo go, hey, let's make more games like this. Yeah, yeah. Let's, you know, return Mario Party back to what it was like. Um, 
Then Ringfit Adventure. Man, that I did not expect that game to like explode the way it did. Neither did I. Like I knew it was good, but like I just I didn't expect it to go that hard in sales. Yeah, because like usually games that focus on you know health and fitness, they they only really sell well uh, to you know like older older people like. There's a reason why these games, like, typically, uh, when advertised, show, like, older women yes. playing them. Yes, it does. So, like, I was I was expecting, you know, like, yeah, it would do well in that market, but, jeez. Yeah, it, it's gone really well, and it's really solid. It is a genuine workout, as we've mentioned previously. Yeah, it is. I need to get back on that. Uh, next was Pokemon Pell. Then Spider-Man Miles Morales. Great game. <laughs> and then Far Cry 6. So that's your 11 to 15. And for the final five, you've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Skyward Sword. Resident Evil Village. Battlefield 2042. And then Breath of the Wild. Which is actually impressive that that's still selling high numbers. Yeah, it's... Uh... Uh, never mind. I was gonna say it's weird that Skyward Sword sold more than Breath of the Wild, and it's like, oh wait, this is specifically twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's only twenty twenty one. Which yeah, yeah, which yeah, Skyward Sword HD came out last year. I think this is a total of yeah five point six billion euros was spent in video games last year in France. Wow. Did they write billionaires milliards? The, the, the Google Translate is uh, interesting. I don't know if it's yeah, million go- or billion. Yeah, Google Translate isn't the best. Oh, you alive there, Jake? Yeah, I'm alive. Uh, it cut out. Ah. Uh, hey. Uh, yeah, I was just saying that, you know, uh, yeah. Google Translate is awful. Yeah. I mean, it could be billion. It makes sense very easily in video games with how much, you know, sales those games would have had. Yeah. So, this one uh, is... So, Darkrai and Arceus have been added to Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Well, they've been hacked into the game ages ago, so who cares? Yes, but (laughs) but their events are now officially added. So people can get them legitimately now. Yay! So Darkrai but... is easy. You just have to go on the mystery gift and get it. Yeah. Uh, Arceus requires you to have finished all the main missions in Pokemon Legends Arceus. Which makes sense. Oh, wait, I'm dumb. I just... <laughs> Yeah, it requires... Brilliant, to get it in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, you have to finish Arceus. Yeah, I, I spaced out. I spaced out when you said that. It's like, oh yeah, just finish the game in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Brain turned back on. Reread that again. <laughs> Excuse me? Yes, yeah, so now you realize why I put this on the yeah. thing. <laughs> oh. I, I I'm so tired. I've been real too busy the past couple of weeks. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So yes, that changes things quite drastically. 
Yeah, it does. Which, yes, you still have to finish the main game of Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearls, the access is on, so that's understandable. Yeah. But the fact that you have to finish Legends Arceus, where you catch Arceus... Yeah. ...to be able to catch Arceus in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. <laughs> like, I can see the logic? But, like... The fact that you have to finish a completely separate game to get this extra bit in this one. Oh my god. To be fair, it's not the first time Pokemon's done this. Uh, yeah. Technically, it wasn't in America, but uh, I don't know if you remember, Pokemon TV on the GameCube. Oh, right. That is how you got Jirachi. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. That is not a game. That is not a game at all. There is not much that is watch mm. little animated shorts or watch, you know, these segments and then go out and give Pokemon things to do, like, and watch them. It's kind of like Hey You Pikachu Part 2. Yeah. It's like, wow. I can't believe this game existed. I can't believe I played it. <laughs> hey, I got Jirachi out of it. Yeah. Was it worth it? Well, not now because I don't have access to that file anymore, but... <laughs> yeah, of course not. But back as a kid, yes, it was. Because, you know, it's like, hey, I got Jirachi! So, this is something I don't know how is going to work. Harry Potter Legacy has been confirmed to release on the Switch in full 2022. Yeah, because, like, you seen gameplay of that? Because, damn. I sure have. That doesn't look like, you know, it would run on the Switch. That being said, the Switch has done miracles before. The question is, are they going to be doing it through those... Those companies have... Like, it was very specific companies that did those. Are they going to, you know, contract them? Mm. Or are they just going to do the easy way out and make it a cloud game? Oh, they better not. Don't take the same route that Square Enix did for Kingdom Hearts. Don't do that. I kind of think they're going to lean towards the cloud game. It is WB. They tend to go... Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Uh... So, oh well. Oh well. Personally, if this comes natively on the Switch, you're going to need an SD card to play it. Mm. But either way, it's going to be interesting to see how it runs in general. But I yeah. would probably say if you want this game, get it on the PS5. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, hopefully, hopefully it does actually manage running properly and not actually a cloud game thing but personally i don't really care for harry potter so it's no like no chip off my shoulder or whatever yeah um and then back onto the topic of triangle strategy uh that has sold one million copies worldwide uh whoa two hundred thousand in japan eight hundred thousand outside japan this is included downloads and shipped copies nice yeah Hopefully that's like, hey, 
make more games like this. Yeah, make more tactical RPGs, please. Well, you know, just, just give the studio more money to make more games, because this is yeah, a really good a, studio. Yeah. I, I'm I'm genuinely like the studio behind Octopuff and uh, Triangle Shades. Yeah, they got some yeah. really good art design as well with characters. Like their character design is just oh yeah, definitely. Like it doesn't show very well in the pixel style, but like when you actually look up the character profiles, they also yeah, did a uh, we... Bravely Default two character profiles. Yeah, yeah, and you can like, see in actually... those. Yeah, actually see like the official art of the characters. Oh, like, damn, they look so cool. I like I've there's been times where I've just like bring out the profile of a character I'm like man this character looks so cool. Mm. Why doesn't the pixel art look like this? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine looking barbecue. But again, uh the fact triangle strategy has gone this well in two weeks, I'm impressed. Yeah, just two weeks. That is that is very impressive. I wasn't expecting it to hit a million until about a month in. Yeah. Especially as it is a Switch exclusive. Like, yes, the Switch is a high-selling console, but usually RPGs on the Switch exclusives don't do as high numbers. Yeah, yeah. But yes, good to see uh, that's gone well. As we move into our Indie Roundup, which is us highlighting some games you might not know about that are coming out soon on the Switch from indie developers. And there is not a lot coming out recently. Yeah, this is, this is you know, AAA release time. So. It sure is. Yeah. Um, but our first game coming out um, the 24th of March. The pizza delivery boy who saved the world. So, Philip J. Fry? Basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, look in the sky. It's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's the delivery guy with a double pepperoni and sausage. We're saved. That is a callback to the old Superman. Damn, I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> I, I would say, well, duh, but I keep forgetting how young people oh, yes. are that listen to this. Yes, that, that's a thing. There's people who probably don't know that. Yeah. So it's not easy delivering pizzas for a living. I can actually attest to that because you don't earn a lot of money and your car gets wrecked. Yeah. Being a pizza delivery guy sucks. Apart from the free pizza, but... Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, my boss is a jerk. My co-workers all think I'm super old because I'm in my 20s. And the customers, well, let's say they can be rather um zesty. Like the person who doesn't know their own address. Or the guy on 12th Avenue who answers the door wearing nothing but a smile. I don't care how many abs you have. Dude, that's not okay. Now so that when... just sounds like random stuff that you just said. But no, this is actually part of the that That is part of the description. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when a scruffy looking guy shows up claiming to be me from the future... Yes, it's easy to just brush them off until it isn't, and I'm being hunted down by an organization with an unhealthy fixation on cat experimentation. But we'll get to that. For now, rest assured, your pizza is on its way, and it's coming with a side order of righteousness. 
So this is a visual novel using pictures of real people. Yeah, it is interesting. It makes me think of the old, old, like, uh, CDI games, I think it was. Yeah, uh, Sega CD, you mean? Is that what it was? Uh, well, Sega CD had, you know, games like Night Trap with, uh... That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, FMV stuff. You were thinking of the, uh, Philips CDI, which is where the... Yes, Night Trap. Yeah, Night Trap is on... Yeah, it's on the Sega CD. You were thinking of the Philips CDI, which is where those awful, awful Zelda games... Yes, I I, I knew that's where it came from. That's why I thought that, because it was, like, that, like, terrible thing. But, yes, it was Night Trap that I was actually thinking of. Uh, that's kind of the vibes it gives me. Yeah, yeah. So apparently this has been out since 2018 on Steam, so if you want, Uh, if you're interested in this at all, look at the Steam copy for reviews. (laughs) Because, yeah, looking at this, I I can totally see this being a Steam game. (laughs) If you know what I mean. Yeah. It's it's an interesting looking game. Hmm. After that, we have Bouncy Boy in Puzzle Land coming out on the 25th of March. And that is boy spelt with an I, so you know it's, you know, trendy. Yeah. Uh, so this is like a little slime bouncing around on uh, square-based puzzles. Yeah, it's square-based uh, platforms, isn't it? Why is that not moving uh, across? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, that is the Australian Nintendo page for this is not as good. You have to actually <laughs> scroll across instead of click on the button. Yeah. Uh, so, a colourful tile-based puzzler. That's it, tile-based. That's what I was trying to think of. I'm... Now with added bounce. Bounce in this colourful and cartoony world with Bouncy Boy. An adventure through various levels filled with challenging puzzles, cute graphics, and funky beats. You are Bouncy Boy, a purple bouncy slime who loves to jive and solve puzzles making his way through puzzle land with good music great visuals and fun times it looks it looks cute yeah yeah it's got like a little a very cartoony art style like a young cartoon yeah 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 but yeah the uh the tile based puzzle stuff kind of reminds me of uh Cooler world of all things, huh? Yeah, yeah. Do you do you know what I'm talking about? Because not so. many people do. It is an old PS One game that I've only ever played on a demo disc, where it's essentially this, but like you play as like a beach ball, and it's in 3D. So I have like... played this on a demo disc. <laughs> yeah, you just like looking this up. I'm like, oh, I just unlocked memories. Yeah, yeah, like, if everyone I know that has, like, vague memories of this game is like, oh, I played this on the demo desk. No one actually had the game. No, because why yeah. would you? No, the game's good. The game is Apparently good. Apparently it was but... called Rollaway somewhere else. Huh, okay. That Cause... makes way more sense than Cooler World. It sure does. But, but yeah, like, that that game was all about, like, essentially the same thing, but, like, in a 3D space. Yes. Where, like, you have to touch every side of a, uh, uh, of a, uh, you know, platform. Yes. 
Oh, this is more like a more simpler version of that. Yeah, it it's like solving actual puzzles using the yeah, kind of yeah. like Captain Toad, actually. Yeah, just kinda. less complex. Mm. It, it's definitely an interesting title that's coming out. It's not too expensive as well. I think it's twenty dollars Australian. I saw. Yeah, something like that's that. That's what the link says. Um, and then. On the 31st of March, we've got Red Wings American Aces. So this is a warplane arcade game. It's like dogfighting in the air. Yeah, yeah. So it's got a comic book style. So Red Wings American Aces put you in the pilot seats of nostalgic action-packed arcade shooter illustrated in a fun comic book style. With a gaming mode for every occasion, local or online, solo or multiplayer. Prove yourself in the exciting aerial battles and make a name for yourself, name for your squad as the best aces of World War One. That was hard to see because of the exclamation mark. I wasn't sure if it was one or two. No, yeah. <laughs> a multiplayer must play. Do you believe in the strength of do you believe in the strength of the squadron? Choose a map and game mode and gather your pilots to play in a team of up to five players against other squads in online multiplayer. Prefer flying solo or plucking others out of the sky, there's game modes for that too. Compete with up to nine other pilots and fly to the top of the scoreboard. Local cop is available for smaller fighting groups of one or two pilots for a much more ace-to-ace -ace experience in various customizable game modes including a campaign mode with 30 missions. This actually yeah, looks this... kind of in, like neat. Yeah, yeah, this looks pretty good. It, it took me a while. For... Something must be going on with my internet. It's taking ages to load these uh, photos and all that. But yeah, like, this does look like really fun, actually. Oh. I really like the art style. I was going to say, the art style makes me think of uh, Project Steam. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's got that, that exaggerated yeah. cartoony style. Yeah, yeah, and the slight uh, cell shading. Yes. That's fun. Just more 3D. Yeah, yeah. But it looks real fun, like, and especially if you like that kind of like dogfight style of games. Because mm. you don't get that often. Yeah, especially in like biplanes. Yes. Cause like, it, it feels like very old-timey. I think the last time I played something like that was uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. The original <laughs> one. Not yeah. the re-release one, hmm. where it was like you know you'd fight against and you'd, your goal was to destroy the enemies like you know Imperial Star Cruiser or the um like the prequel version. Yeah, that was fun, but you you basically were better off focusing on the enemies thing than uh, enemy sh like planes. <laughs> yeah, but this is more you your target is the planes. But definitely looks fun to play. Anything else you'd like to add to, uh, before we round up the indie roundup? <laughs> Sorry, I just had a massive yawn. I'm, no, so just... yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. That's I'm that so is tired. fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Those uh, uh, 
Oh my god, I actually have it. Yeah, Red Wings actually does seem pretty fun. So, if you're interested, that comes out 31st of March. We are not that far away as well. God, time is just flying. This year is disappearing. Sure as. Uh, like I mentioned before, we don't actually have any questions for our Patreon question. We messed up. Oops. <laughs> and this is where the real hijack episode begins. <laughs> We're not going to do name that game this time. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> this is uh, when when we were told that hey, can you guys do a uh, do an episode? I'm like, oh, I've got plans. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, nah, we're not doing a name that game this week. And uh, when I said that we're to you, changing... like, oh my god, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we're changing the podcast on the fly. Uh, so I thought, you know, just have a general conversation mm. about things in gaming in general. And yeah, we're just going to have a chat. Yeah, because we don't really get to do that on the podcast. Like, it's it's usually like chats about specific things. Yeah. Um, and I thought our topic of choice, seeing as we're both quite into them, card games. <laughs> and it is somewhat related to the Switch because we had the Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, Duel Masters, was it? No. It was, uh, why am I... Why can't I remember the name of it? It's... I Master Duel. the damn thing. Master yeah, Duel, Master isn't it? Duel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the fact that it's called Yu-Gi-Oh! Wait. Duel Masters actually throws yeah. that off, like... <laughs> Compared see, to, you know, Master Duel? Yeah, yeah. Like, see, for me, it's just, like, I just refer to, hey, Yu-Gi-Oh. It is, it, because it it's is. It's the Yu-Gi-Oh game. It is the Yu-Gi-Oh game. And it is pretty solid game. It really is. It is, like, it, it got you playing Yu-Gi-Oh for a bit. Also, like, don't mind me. I'm pouring myself a drink. It is, like, 30-something degrees. Yeah, here. I don't blame you. It is hot. Oh, it is so hot. Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I quite enjoyed uh, playing the Lunar Lights. Yeah, because, like, oh God, last time you played was back in, like, GX era? I uh, last time I properly played was GX era. I actually, you know, brought um, GX, like, Elemental Hero cards on uh, eBay. <laughs> Fun. Because, you know, I, I, I quite enjoy, you know, superheroes as a thing in general. Yeah. But yeah, uh, like seeing you jump into that and pick a somewhat new archetype was interesting to see. Yeah. Because I thought you'd like uh, try to learn like something old that may have uh, gotten new support. But like actually thinking about it, that makes more sense that you'd gravitate towards uh, Lunar Lights because it's <laughs> like, yeah, it's new, but, like, it is more of a fusion-based deck, it so it's it's stuff that you'd know. It is actually pretty cool as well, like, just being able to go, oh, hey, just, there goes all your special summon monsters, which, if you know anything <laughs> about Yu-Gi-Oh! now, that is all it is. It is It is nothing but special summon monsters. It's like, oh, I attack, goodbye to all your uh, special summon monsters. <laughs> It is just so satisfying pulling that off and people are like, wait, what? Yeah. And just instant concede after that. I, I love playing dumb decks that, like, people don't expect to, like, go up against. 
It's like my my go to deck is always Ancient Gears. Yeah, I love playing Ancient Gears so much. Sh- shout it's out like... to a Crowler. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Professor Crowler, he's he's such an awful villain, like but in the best way possible. And but, and uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's actually French in uh the the yes, subs. It, yes, in the original Japanese version, he is French. But uh, yeah, like the reason why I love playing uh, Ancient Gears is just like, just people set up like these massive boards. It's like, ha, oh, you can't get behind this. It's like, Ancient Gears aren't affected by spell and trap cards. Also, like my best monster that I can easily make in my first turn can attack every monster on the field and does piercing damage. Hey, guess what? You lost. Uh, <laughs> it's genuinely just like that pure satisfaction of like just destroying your opponent's strategy in card games. Like, uh, you can't get that it, anywhere it's else. The best. It's the best. Like, just start it, starting off a turn in an ancient gear, uh, with an ancient gear deck, with four ancient gears in hand, a power bond, and overload fusion, that's just hilarious. <laughs> just a nine thousand attack chaos ancient gear giant, and then overload fusion into a second one. <laughs> just, just, you may as well just concede in that situation yeah, against some yeah. against that. Uh, no one is going to get this conversation. I love it, but we are, and that's all that matters. Watch it get cut, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So I keep accidentally swearing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I've done it a couple times. I'm like, that. Yeah. whoops. But, um... Oh, boy. Other than Yu-Gi-Oh! Because you've uh, recently brought a whole bunch of them uh, physically, didn't you? I sure did. I brought what was... Probably considered, like, the worst set coming out this year. Uh, what's it called? Hidden Arsenal Chapter 1. I brought like six boxes of it because they're like 20 bucks each. You got some nice dye from that though. I did get some nice dye. They do look really nice. But uh, yeah, the whole set is basically just reprints of the uh, Dual Terminal Saga, which, uh, for those that don't know, which is probably everyone, uh, back when they started, like, roughly when they started the Synchro era, which is right after, you know, GX, yes. Elemental Heroes and stuff, the, um, uh, there was... Um, card games on motorcycles. Yeah, card games on motorcycles, that bit. Yeah, <laughs> that bit in Yu-Gi-Oh's history. Uh, yeah, there was a um, uh, a Japanese arcade game for Yu-Gi-Oh called The Dual Terminal, and you can actually win cards from that. Yeah, Japanese yeah. Uh, arcades are just a next level. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Like, yeah, what was like, it? Yeah. Uh, we had a mutual friend who went who went to Japan not that long ago, uh, and he came across a My Hero Academia card fighting thing, and you know, got physical cards from that that he could collect. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah. And apparently, there's um, oh, what's the fate like? card ones that you can collect so you can oh. collect the waifus of fate yeah <laughs> see that's way more interesting to me than like the actual fate gacha stuff because like it at least gets something physical yes yeah but anyway yeah go, going back on that yeah you could get your own like Yu-Gi-Oh cards from that and um 
not only did uh, some of these actually have their own unique rarity that you couldn't get anywhere else, they also had like their own archetypes that you couldn't get anywhere else. Annoyingly, most of them were absolute garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so, but if you're going um, as a collector... Yeah, as a collector, it's really cool. It is really cool, because uh, like, not only did it have like you know those reprints, they also had like, some older cards... Uh, older, you know, more recognizable cards in that unique rarity. You know, like Dark Magician, Blue Eyes, you know, all of that stuff. I got two original artwork polarizations. Yeah, the, the art rad. is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why, like, that artwork was used in the anime, but not used in the actual card game. Yeah, that's right. That was so cool. That, yeah. Because yeah. they, they definitely had different art style from the card game yeah. to the anime for some cards. Yeah, it was... It was Man, Season 1 Yu-Gi-Oh! did not follow any rules. <laughs> no rules whatsoever, no. What's that? Karibo? With uh, the multiply thing? Yes, I have yeah. a permanent wall of defense now. Yeah, it makes infinite Karibos, not five, like it's supposed to. Oh... Uh... Zombie monsters always come back, as long as they have more than zero defense, I think it was. I, I think know. it was something like so that. Dumb. No, I think it was so long as they have zero defense. Oh, I can't remember. Something really <laughs> dumb. Yeah, it was something dumb. God, oh, that boy. was so bad. Or, you know, just playing an eight-star monster with no tribute summons. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. That's original Yu-Gi-Oh. Or playing three of them in a row. <laughs> you just summon three eight-level monsters in one turn? Yeah, screw the rules. I have money. Exactly. <laughs> uh, just Yu-Gi-Oh was a mess of a show for loading the card game. Uh, yeah, it was dreadful. Like, it's better now. It is. It's 100% better now. Yeah, it's way better now, but still... Because anime being anime, they still mess up stuff. So. Yes. And then, um, you have Pokemon card game. Back then, I don't think anyone knew how to play the card game. No. No one did. It was, hey, look at the pretty pictures. <laughs> yeah, most people that, like, actually had the Pokemon card games, like, they, they just liked Pokemon. Yeah. Just wanted Pokemon cards because Pokemon. I was one of those. I didn't get very many. I think my... F I very much remember my first card like I pulled out of a booster pack was a shiny pincer from the jungle set. Oh, cool. That's all I remember. I don't remember anything else from those cards. Yeah. I, I did actually play uh, the Pokemon card game like competitively for a little bit. I did do local tournaments. Yeah. This was this was just as I believe, like dark and steel energies weren't considered special anymore, so you could actually have dedicated dark and steel decks. Thank goodness. Yeah, back in, yeah back in the uh, back in the day, they were considered special. Therefore, you could only have four copies. Yes. Instead of like as many copies of the energy cards as you wanted. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, me being the edgy boy, I uh, I played a dark deck <laughs> because, of course, I did. I mean, who wasn't edgy in their teenage years? Yeah, like honestly, like it felt like fate, really, because 
at that point, like, there was a straight-up just dark structure deck that came out. Yeah, I so remember So it's like, that. oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pick that. And the first booster pack I got had, like, a shiny shift tree in it. It's nice. Like, yeah, I'm gonna put the shift tree in my dark deck. Of course. <laughs> you, you gotta, I think, you, would you have to have added a couple, um, like, grass yeah, in there I, for yeah, Nuzleaf? Yeah, I, I would have had to, yeah, for Nuzleaf and uh, C-Dot. C-Dot. Yeah. Oh well, that was that was still really. And then fun. there was that phrase where they did the dark versions of Pokemon. Yeah, that the, happened. You know, dark, I... like Dragonair and stuff like that. I can't remember what Pokemon it was. I remember it being an electric type because I had to splash in some electric energy in it. But I had like a dark Raikou something. No, nah, I don't think it was Raikou. I had one of those. Oh, the. <laughs> I remember there was also another set that like switched Pokemon types around. So I think I had like an electric Charmeleon. Oh, I kind of remember that. Mm. Then there was um where they had Team Rocket versions of Pokemon and then Team Aqua, Team Magma versions of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was some time. But yeah, that was that was ages ago. I... They've changed up some of the rules for the oh, game so that like none it? of those cards can be used. I purchased, because I went to New York back in 2004, 2005, like that Christmas period. Yeah. Um, I purchased, because that was back when the Pokemon Center was still a thing, before they made it yeah, the Nintendo yeah. store. Um, there was a battle deck thing where you could get a Blaziken and a Gardevoir, like, battle decks. So it was oh, like yeah. two players and you can play out of the box. Which they still do some of those now, but it's definitely not as big as it was back then, like, size-wise. Yeah, yeah. They actually, you know, save up on a bit of space. Hmm. Um, but what else was there? Like, oh man, there was a few things I got back then. I spent most of my money in that store. <laughs> <laughs> I got... I know, I think if you spent over a certain amount, you got a little, um... Basically, a Tamagotchi Pikachu. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember those things. Back when that was thing, before they did the um, Heart Gold Soul Silver Pokewalkers, yeah, very similar I, I, to that. I, rem- <laughs> I remember I had mine uh, confiscated because I brought it to school <laughs> when I was playing it during a school assembly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's your mistake. Yep. Especially in a that school. Yeah. Yeah, that thing like didn't have like a volume switch. Oh anything, no, it didn't. So, like, no, it did not. So like, when I wanted to play it, I had to wait until you know, like uh, there was a whole bunch of noise to like drown it out. <laughs> I still got caught. Yeah, you sure did. Because <laughs> they're not quiet. No. Can't remember what else I got back then. I think I got a couple. Uh, I think I got a couple like uh, like Mudkip and uh, to- uh, Trico plush and stuff like that. Yeah, man, that was back when Gen Three was new, and like I missed out on the Deoxys movie. It was it aired the day I was leaving America. Ah, uh, like I was like, no, I wanted to see this. We we we've gone a little bit of a tangent off of card games. <laughs> <laughs> See? See, natural conversations. There we go. 
But uh, um, back on card games. Have you played anything else recently, or uh, card game wise, yeah. not much. Not much. I know you've uh, really. abandoned Hearthstone. Yeah, which is understandable. Yeah, which you know they're currently going through their sporty season for the new set, which quite interesting, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I did see the trailer for that. Uh, actually, having like a Naga themed. Yes, and they have uh, their own minion type as well. Pretty fun. Oh, finally. Yeah, so I'm assuming they're going to be added to battlegrounds as well. Yeah, but their hero is going to be Ashara. I I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually what it is. Uh, the mate hero as well. Of course, yep, yeah. that makes one hundred percent sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is one hundred percent what she is. Uh, yeah, good old Queen Ashara, Miss. I ruined the entire planet. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's. Warcraft it's I saw War. a card uh, recently that can be a one turn kill for priests on turn four. God. This is, uh... Basically, it's a three mana draw two minions and swap their stats. Oh. Uh, okay. So you have the darkness, which is a 20 20. Mm-hmm. And you have the boar, the 1 1 charge boar. That is some ball. And then you play Vivid Nightmare, which is summons a new copy with one health remaining, and then you have 40 damage on board. This is another reason why I stopped playing Hearthstone. It just got, like, anti-fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Wild is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I specifically played Wild because, like, I hate the idea of having to cycle out cards. And, uh, yeah, You're like, I don't want to lose stupid. these cards. I still want to keep this. Yeah, I don't want to lose them. I paid money for them. I paid money for JPEGs. Oh, man. But, uh, but you know, something else... Because uh, I have actually have some of these uh, out as my computer mats. Um, back when we played My Little Pony card game. <laughs> uh, forgot that was the thing <laughs> yep I still have my uh, top 8 regional championship map and the um, the pre-release for the second set map oh, and man. the uh, the hobby store map that we went to I still have those yeah. they're my basically the mats I've got on my desk to you know, you know move the mouse around and stuff Oh jeez, I I remember going to that pre-release with you. Oh my god, that was hilarious. Yeah, I I th- I think I managed to pull like yeah, you got a really good card, card. I think yeah, I yeah, I think I pulled like the rarest card out of anyone there. It was uh the element of friendship. I remember that. Uh, I know someone got the Flutterbat card, mm. which was the secret rare, and I got a shirt off that as well from that thing. <laughs> Because I think I got Jeez. second in that, or somewhere in second to fourth, or maybe no, actually I won that. Yeah, I won that pre-release. No, you did. Yeah, because that's how I got to choose what I got. I got to choose the shirt. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah, and then um, I, I remember doing poorly, and then I got second in the regional, which I shouldn't have because I'm pretty sure someone cheated. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, he moved up his numbers when he shouldn't have, like his on his counter. Right, right. Yeah. I was like No, I think I was no, sorry, I was meant to come into the, the top two, but I went into third and fourth matches. So I got I came third and the person who um like he got beaten in the finals by like one of my friends at the time. I was like, thank you for getting that back. But, you know, you couldn't call a judge because, you know, he could have, like, just basically called it otherwise. But that was an interesting card game. It was. Like, it was fun, but, like, I stopped playing it really, really, really early on because it was kind of complicated. It is actually. It was pretty complicated, but, like, it was a different way to play a card game. Yeah, because it's like, how do you have like a competitive card game that doesn't include, you know, like combat? And their way around it was solving problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Just... like that 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 really goes to show like how complicated like that is. It's like oh, we're sitting here talking about like Yu Gi Oh, the Pokemon card game, and Hearthstone's like, oh yeah, we love these. My Little Pony? Nah, too hard. Yeah, I, I I did play a good chunk of this, though. I got to, I think, in top 16 of Nationals. I just missed top yeah. 8, because the guy was using a meta, like, ridiculous broken uh, deck. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was playing my uh, homebrew-made, like, pink and purple deck, because that's the characters I like. <laughs> and it went pretty well. Yeah. I think it was like a. It was basically built to uh, move your opponent's stuff. It was control, basically. I played control. Yeah, yeah. Well, theirs was like a uh, combo value, like always. Combo right. beats control. Mm. <laughs> I was like, damn it. But other than that, like, I don't think there's much else card game wise because I did play a little bit of Magic back before My Little Pony came out, but that was yeah, yeah. That is a hard game to stick into because it's so expensive. It is the most expensive out of all of these. Oh yes. It is so bad. I I cannot like I envy the people who actually have the money to play magic. Yep. Especially like, um is... Commander where you can only have one of each card in a hundred card deck. Jeez. But yeah, I think you play with like, you know, up to eight players and stuff like, and it's a, you know, go around the table and, you know, you have ways to actually affect that stuff. But yeah, like, magic does seem pretty cool, especially with like some of the dumb stuff that they've been doing recently. Oh yeah, no. Like, uh, I I saw their uh, Street Fighter crossover that they got. Yeah, I saw that. They've also done a a D&D crossover. Yeah, D and D crossover set that seemed real fun. I wanted, I kind of wanted to get into that. I, I got because a of how much couple of pre release sets from that. That was interesting cards that I got. I I think I played back when Theros came out, which funnily enough uh, is where one of my D and D characters is from. D and D, yeah, not D and D, Magic. MTG sets. Yeah, I think because I remember Minotaurs being a big thing of when it came out, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, that was one of the sets that came out. And I think I got a Phoenix card, which was apparently really good. 
on my first pre-release that I played. So obviously I hadn't played much of the game, but like, you know, one of my roommates at the time was like, hey, you should come play. I was, it was genuinely really good fun getting to, you know, play that pre-release. You know, you get there at midnight and you leave at like six in the morning. Mm. That's, that is genuinely good fun, that stuff. And then um, they've got a two-player set, like card set, that you can, like two-player version of the game. So you it's um so it's four players two people in the same team two people in the other team and it's called two-headed giant uh, i was just about to say isn't that called two-headed giant yes and that is uh i played that with you know our mutual friend and we did relatively well you know minus a few things but we beat our yeah, we beat yeah. our um my roommate at the time and that was like a we got to rub that into him <laughs> yeah, that, that's the best part is when you beat your friend you're like ha ah oh, better than you considering he'd yeah. been playing the game for a lot longer than us yeah yeah man I, I remember when you uh, uh, when you two tried to get me into uh, magic it's, it's like oh do you know how to play magic and like no and it's like okay just watch a game maybe you can pick it up and I watch you two play I'm like this is just Duel Masters this is just all muscles. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. And then years later, I watch a video on YouTube, like doing a deep dive on the Duel Masters card game. It's like, oh yeah, Duel Masters was uh, uh, Wizards of the Coast trying to make Magic the Gathering for Japan. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I uh, heard that. I was like, huh. Yeah. So like in Japan, Magic the Gathering is kind of, yeah, but Duel Masters is somehow still going. Sure is. Yeah, of all things. It's it's actually impressive how well it's still going as well. Mm. Like, yeah, Duel Masters, uh, they have some chaotic sets. Yeah. As we've, I think we've mentioned a couple times beforehand. <laughs> you know, what was it? The, um... The... Phantom Thief VTuber once? Is that what it was? Oh, that's, that's Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! had some... Uh, Duel, oh, Duel Masters. Yeah. I don't know. Duel, so I yeah, forget, because, you, you know, isn't, wasn't thing. one of the things that they you're had thinking, was Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel, Duel Monsters. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah you're thinking Duel Monsters. Duel Masters, that Duel was... Masters. I think I know what one that was. You know, Ruthless the Traveler? Yeah. Yeah. The... The giant robot, yeah, the tank now I thing. Remember. Yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah, that one. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and that yeah, was that... basically, basically magic. Yeah, that's what that was. That was just that was uh, interesting sets, of... honestly. Like from yeah, what I could, they had some interesting the cards. To... Yeah. Hmm. And yes, yeah, so that is oh, clearly, yeah. clearly inspired. But magic. yeah, like the the fact that that is still going in Japan is amazing. I remember that show over. Um, what was the one that you you've got on the DS playlist? Oh, uh, chaotic! Yes. Oh, that was a thing. <laughs> that was a thing that existed. Oh, oh, jeez. It's a card game, but like everything in. Uh, in the card game is actually real in another universe. 
So if you mess around with things in that universe, you can alter the stats of the... <laughs> it was Digimon, but card games, and not good. Oh, no, the, my main monster in my deck is having a rough day. Oh, no, his stats have been halved. What am I to do? What was the... Was that the card game your mum got you? Or was it... No, it was Duel, Duel Masters. Masters. that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For for context, uh, what he's talking about is uh, when I was a kid, uh, I really, uh, I really wanted a uh, a certain Yu Gi Oh deck that uh, just came out. It was like focused on uh, Black Luster Soldier, you know, the original. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I really wanted that. And uh, my uh, as my mother is like going to buy it for me, like I'm at home. I just got home from school and she's still at work. Um, <laughs> she rings me up. Uh, she asks, like, hey, uh, I could get you one deck, or I could get you two. I'm like, yeah, of course I'd want two decks. She didn't tell me that, like, the two decks are completely different to the one thing that I wanted. <laughs> and yeah, she got me two Duel Masters decks. It's like, boom. It's like, what the hell? I believe this was before the anime was even airing. Yeah. So I had no idea what the hell the card game was. Makes me think of, uh, it's like, Mom, I want Yu-Gi-Oh, but we have Yu-Gi-Oh at home. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh at home, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh at home. Oh, jeez. Well, I think I think uh, we we've had a good little discussion about card games. It's a a little instead of name that game. Oh yeah, we waff- yeah we waffled on for a good like half hour. So um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good wrap up to the podcast. See how much of this actually makes it in. Oh, that 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 was fun actually enjoy that thoroughly yeah like way more than that <laughs> don't tell alex I, he definitely I, won't I, be I listening he... to this in the uh yeah <laughs> in the editing process I, I, I know how much he really enjoys name that game like it's not bad it, it's it's a you know it's i find it interesting yeah. in you know you can find out some interesting factoids about games but yeah yeah there are times where we sit there for half an hour like like we don't know what it is just tell us so we can go to bed <laughs> it, it, it is hard sometimes yeah but again i do enjoy the factoids about the games but i i thought you yeah. know let's do something different for once and that's where i came up Our with this idea now so that has been the switchbrew cod podcast episode 30 the codcast we talk about yeah, fish now. We're, we're gonna start. We're, we're starting a fishing podcast with the podcast. <laughs> Someone has probably already taken that. I am going to quickly go on Google Podcasts and see if that is a thing. <laughs> That's one hundred percent going to be a thing. Surely it is at this point. Yeah. Podcast Call of Duty podcast. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Not gonna lie, that, uh, like I said, I thought it was fishing, that's my first one, because you know, codfish. Yeah. Like, Not thinking, yeah, I, Call of Duty, of course that exists. I, I didn't want to make the obvious joke of Call of Duty, so I wanted to go with fishing, and of course... Mm, Everyone with the obvious joke. Uh, we're, we're above that. We're above that here at the Switchaboo Podcast. Not calling out the Codcast at all. 
But that has been us for episode 30. Uh, if you're interested in following us, we have uh, our YouTube, Switchaboo and Switchaboy Joy Plays, where you can see some of the upcoming games or quick reviews. Uh, not quick, we do quick gameplays of some of the games that we have access to. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, which is at Switchaboo News. Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, at Switchaboo. And then also you can access our Discord for fans over in our Twitter. Uh, anything else you'd like to add to this one today, Jake? <laughs> just, I just had a thought as you were like listening off the uh, YouTube stuff. The Joyplay channel might as well be my channel at this point. I mean, it, it I, basically... I, I seem to be the only... Yeah, I seem to be the only one making Joy Plays now. I mean, I would if I had my setup properly done. I probably should get on. I found the core that I can plug into my TV into this room. If I get it set up, I could probably start doing it soon. But I should also get a new recording, like a capture card. Mine is pretty old at this point. Uh, But that's all for today. Uh, You can... Catch us in a fortnight as we talk about more news. We'll see you next time. See ya.